This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Greetings, everyone. Your Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. What's our mission? Our mission is to help you believe in yourself, to live your best kickin' life, your best possible life, a life of honor, a life of integrity, a life of respect, to help our society become its very, very best, a society that's happier, a society that's healthier, a society that's safer. But guess what? That starts with you, and I'm here to help you. I'm going to give you the best kick in life you can possibly want. I believe you can. Now you got to believe that you can to live your best kick in life. Greetings, everyone. Your kick in life guru, Master Rich Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. And hopefully you had a wonderful, super awesome Christmas coming to you now. What's coming up next? New Year's. All time for start planning, setting those goals, aspirations, and putting those dreams that you've been having for years, actually making those babies come a reality. And I'm hopeful that you're listening to this and it's inspiring you to take that next step or heck, take that first step. And that's exactly where it starts. You've got to take a step. And uh, something, I, I give speeches all over the place and I continuously try and drive and pound this point home. If you want to achieve something that you've never achieved before, you got to be willing to do something you've never done before. Now, of course, that's common sense. That just makes sense, right? Well, if I've never got this, so i got to do something else. Of course, just like anything else you're going to hear me say or any other inspirational speaker or any book you read, much easier said than done. Everything is much easier said than done. But you've got to take that first actionable step. Now, here's a little tip for you. Action uh, – I'm sorry. Action will produce more action, yes. But I was going to say that motivation follows action. I kind of got my words twisted up there. But if you take one actionable step, you're going to be motivated to take another step and then take another step. And it kind of feeds and compounds off that. In the military, the first thing you have to do when you wake up in the morning is make your bed. Not only is it neat, clean, proper, and proper protocol and discipline, another big reason it's psychological. You have a win under your belt already. You've already accomplished something to start the day off by making that bed. You make that bed, it's a success, it builds that action. And motivation follows, something else happens after that. It just puts your life in order. Now, I'm a little bit, uh, I don't always make my bed every morning. I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't do that. But I do get up and try and drop right down, knock out a couple push-ups, maybe some jumping jacks, a few little things that count as success. And I'm not saying right off the bat I drop down and do 50 push-ups. Sometimes the body's like, oh, I can't really move. But if I do one or two, get the thing rolling there, that gets a good start. And we've got a big uh, set of stairs in our house. I'll oftentimes go down the stairs, back up the stairs, down the stairs, back up the stairs, just to get that blood flowing. And then my little routine is, and I make some uh, hot tea. I'm a big fan of hot tea with honey in there. And then some days I switch it up and put lemon in there. But you got to take some type of actionable step. If not, the day's just going to drift on by. And as you know, 2016... Boom, just drifted on by. I got an email the other day, and it said at the top, it's part of one of the success groups I'm with, and it said at the top, 10 days to go. I'm like, 10 days to go? It was, you know, within four or five days of Christmas, so that wasn't it. Well, I opened it up, and the headline, or once you got into the email, it said, so what have you done with 355? I'm like, whoa. And I, I don't know that I've ever received an email, uh, well, I've received all kinds of emails, but nothing like that where it's kind of a bang. Wow. What have you done with 355? And that obviously means what have I done 
with the first 355 days of the year, and there's only 10 days to go before the year is out. And I thought, holy smokes. Well, that means I got 10 days to knock out six months worth of work. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Uh, now, I, we've, I've had a pretty successful year, actually a really, really good year, and I'm hopeful your year has been uh, outstanding as well. However, there's always some things to build upon. But too many times, and I'm plenty guilty of this, and uh, if you're out there listening as this happens to you, we focus too much on what we didn't get done as a hope of a motivator to get it done next year, which is good. You want to say, hey, I didn't get this done. I want to do what I can to get this done. However, the last two years, what we've done with our academy and our business, we've had a success meeting. I mean, we, all we did was went to, I don't know, Walmart, Target, uh, wherever, Office Max, and bought a poster board, just a dollar poster board. Put it up on the wall. We had a team staff meeting, and we went through and wrote down all the successes, and everybody's just firing things up there. You know, uh, we uh, were able to get our creed working. We were able to uh, get our student count up. We were able to redo the front desk. We were able to implement our power chats and our positive quotes. We were able to um, uh, solidify a position for instructor to roam around and have an extra chat with the parents. All these little things, and before you know it, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And that's kind of how thoughts are. You know, you, you start with one, and if you don't act upon it, it'll drift away. And then, But if you say it out loud, you write it down, especially if you're trying to track your progress, then it's going to add to another one. So we did that the last two years, and holy smokes, we not only filled up the front side of the board, we had to flip that thing over and go to the back side. And, of course, right off the bat, you're thinking, oh, I've only probably got two or three things that I accomplished or two or three things I can think of. And yeah, right there on the top of your head, that's probably all you've got. But the power of pen and paper, writing that down, or especially when you're with a group, putting it up there, one thought leads to another. It's like, oh yeah, remember this. Oh yeah, remember that. So that's my uh, little chat with you about the, the email I received, 355 and 10 days to go. Don't focus so much on what you didn't get done. Yeah, write that at the top of your list if you want to get it done, but take action, and of course take action to get it done. However... Make sure you build on those successes from the previous year because that's going to spark that motivation to continue moving on. Okay, well, that's off to a rampant rock and start here. And um, as I mentioned, I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas there. And I want you to take a, take a second there and reflect back on, uh, you know, hopefully you took a little bit of time off uh, for the holidays there to spend time with your family, friends, and loved ones. I, um, as we all know, time flies by. Uh, 2017 is here, and I just touched on that. You know, what's well, less than 10 days to go now. But uh, I, I, I remember back when the Y2K, <laughs> some of you listening out there, you remember that? 1999, everybody's losing their mind because the Y2K is coming. And of course, it came and gone, like, you know, like we hopefully most of us realized it would. But here it is. That's, that was 17 years ago. 17 years ago. I mean, that's insane. And if you're anything like me, or uh, I've got three kids. Uh, some of you know that, a uh, 16-year-old, a 13-year-old, and an 8-year-old. And if we're watching a movie, whatever that may be. And I'm always trying to play the guessing game on what year that movie came out. And for the most part, I guess I'm fairly close, but it still doesn't seem like that long ago. We were watching something the other day, and I said, oh, I don't know, 2005. Well, it ends up, it came out in 1999. So I guess that's, I don't know that's close or not. It's a five-year window there or six-year window. But, uh, but 1999, that gets back to the Y2K thing. That was 17 years ago. It doesn't seem like it. But as we know, time flies. And guess what? Before, know it, before you know it, we're going to be talking about 2018. So do everything you can 
listen to motivational podcasts like this, read motivational books, go to conferences, and be your very best person to get the very best and the most out of 2017. All right, well, let me uh, fire a quote at you here. And this, this quote really is, uh, is touching because it what makes you think, and that's the whole idea of quotes. And this is by Helen Keller. It says, to be blind is bad, but what is far worse is to have eyes and not to see. Wow. And it made me think, you know, how many days do I personally, and, and maybe you out there as well, kind of go through life just blind? You just go through the motions and that you let the day dictate your life. Instead of you dictating the day, the day dictates you. And it's a common thing. Like I said, it happens to me quite often if I don't sit down and plan the day. Because before you know it, one thing leads to another, leads to another, and then bang, the day's over. It's like, what the heck did I really accomplish? Now, something I've been doing, and I've been doing this for quite some time now, is daily journaling. It's kind of an accountability partner. Because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to have to sit down and write out what I accomplished or what I achieved or what I did for the day. And if there's not much to write, I'm a little ashamed of myself. Now, just like anything else, it doesn't happen just with a snap of your finger. It does just to pick up a, a book or a paper or buy yourself a nice little um, daily journal and start writing in a thing. But it takes a little bit of conditioning, a little bit of time, and a little bit of self-discipline in order to make sure you do that every day. But having that little accountability partner, and it's nothing more than a journal, but you believe in yourself, you want to fill that baby up with positive things, what I accomplished if you don't have much to write in there, you're going to be kind of ashamed of yourself. And let that shame be a motivator for you. Don't let it beat you down. Realize it's a process. But if you know you got to write in that thing at night, you're probably going to do a little bit better job of having something positive, something inspirational, or something that you accomplished to write in that journal. So it's, it's not easy, just like anything else. You, you've conditioned yourself, however old you are, to develop patterns and habits of whatever you do on day in and day out. I'm just saying take those little baby steps, going back to what we talked about in the military there, making your bed early in the morning, starting off the day with a positive to lead to another one and not trying to accomplish you know, too much too soon. You know, there's an old saying on uh, how do you move a mountain? One shovel load at a time. One shovel load of time. Is a mountain? Is that a mon- monumentous task? Absolutely. That's huge. One shovel at a time. And another one out there, <laughs> how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. For those that like eating elephant, I guess. But uh, it's just a saying, one step, one action at a time is going to lead to you know your success or to lead to your goals or your mission, your vision, whatever you've got written down for you to accomplish. But you got to start somewhere, and it starts with that step. And as a reminder, if you want to achieve something you've never achieved before, you got to be willing to do something you've never done before. But I don't say don't expect too much too soon because. Too many times, it keep, you know, in the last podcast, we talked about standards. Keep those babies high. I mean, put those babies up there, but just realize it's a journey, just like moving that mountain, one shovel load at a time, but consistency pays off, and that's that action moving forward. So um, yesterday, I had the opportunity to give a, uh, another speech, and I'm, I'm honored and flattered uh, beyond words that, uh, well, I've got the podcast, and people <laughs> listen and chime in, which just touches me uh, right in the heart. I mean, it truly, truly does. Because this is kind of something I've always wanted to do, just get out there. And I felt I was given a voice to talk and inspire and motivate people. Now I've got a platform to do that, and it's pretty awesome. Um, but well, let me get back to the speech here. The speech I was asked to do at, um, at, a, at a Rotary meeting, and it was all about our martial arts academy and what we do and uh, how we inspire and, you know, 
most people think, and it's unfortunate, that martial arts is all about just flopping your arms and legs around. And, and I guess some places that's what, what happens there, and that's completely fine. That's what they do. Our essence is developing leaders, inspiring kids and adults to believe in themselves, believe in themselves to do their best in order to become their best, to battle through adversity, to overcome challenges. And we do that through positive motivation, physical fitness, and practical self-defense. And our end-all, be-all goal with everything we do is develop leaders, develop extraordinary, confident, courageous leaders to help our society become a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. Now, we do that, yeah, as I mentioned, we got the physical aspect in there, you know, the punching, the kicking, the sparring, the grappling. We've got all that wrapped in there because that's part of martial arts, and that's what really builds a lot of confidence because if you feel good about yourself and your ability to protect yourself, your family, and your loved ones, you're going to have that air of confidence about you. And self-defense is 99.9% self-confidence. The belief in yourself to be able to do something to defend yourself or defend those around you, to protect those around you. But we go a little bit further with that. And a little bit further meaning there's three aspects that make up the, a, a human being. It's the physical side. We just talked about it. But everybody also has a mental and emotional side. The mental side is the thoughts that go on in your mind. The emotional side is, hey, we all have emotions. Some days we're happy, glad. Some days we're sad. Some days we're mad. Some days we feel like crying. Some days we feel like, you know, celebrating. Some days we feel like punching a hole in the wall. I mean, those are just human emotions. Those things happen. And, of course, society, as it is today, they challenge our emotions every single day, you know, with uh, the social media world. You know, everybody's in such a rush, in such a hurry. that Not too many people stop to say hi anymore. It's hard to get a smile out of others. That, those things challenge us. However, you see through that. You see through that by believing in yourself. Now, is it easy? No, it's not easy. But it's a conditioned response. You didn't get where you are today in just a snap or an hour or a day. I don't know how long it took you. Maybe it took you weeks, months, years. Chances are it took you years, a little trickle effect. Well, the good news is it's not going to take you nearly as long to get to where you want to be or back to where you were as it took you to get to where you're at, but it will take you a while. It will take you some time. So you have to be patient with it, but nothing happens without action. So anyway, back to the speech here, uh, focused on those three aspects, the physical side, the mental side, and the emotional side, but it all circulates back around to you, believing in you, accepting those challenges and overcoming those challenges, battling through that adversity and rising up. You know, life, and I say this probably more than anything else, my kids, they, they could probably recite this for me. Life is going to knock you down. It's going to beat you down. It's going to keep you down if you let it. Kind of the old Rocky line, nothing hits harder than life. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, about how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. But unfortunately, unfortunately, too many of us too many times are looking for someone to blame, looking for, oh, it's his fault or it's her fault or she did this to me or I didn't get a fair break here. Well, guess what? Life is not fair. Life is going to knock you around, but you got to be willing to take those hits, realize they're coming, face them, get your butt back up after you've been knocked down and do what you do best and doing what you do best. If it's nothing else than believing in yourself, looking at that person in the mirror, looking at that person saying, you're beautiful. You're awesome. I believe in you. I can do this. I'm born with a purpose. God gave me a gift. I'm going to share that gift with the world. You can do it, but you have to believe in you. And that all starts with that little small step, one small step. So 
back to the speech, boom, 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 all over the place. And uh, I get so excited giving these speeches about uh, these things because I see the, the look in everybody's eyes. And it's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And that's great. But you've got to take that inspiration, that motivation, that excitement, and do something with it. You know, oftentimes I hear people say, well, you know what? Um, I get excited after I listen to you. And after you talk to me, man, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to tackle the world. But then, you know, then tomorrow comes. And that's the worst thing for motivation is tomorrow. If you don't build on the motivation you created from today. So with that being said, I try and say this. You have to motivate you. It's not easy. I get that. But you can do it by listening to this podcast again, reading a motivational book. Instead of watching garbage on Netflix, put it on YouTube there. All They've got a ton of inspirational messages. Heck, I've got over 100 uh, video blogs out there with inspirational messages. Something just to kind of light that fire, kick you in the tail, and motivate you to be you. But you need it every day. Motivation doesn't last. Well, you know what else doesn't last? Uh, no. But not bathing, right? Bathing. You got to bathe every day. Well, you should motivate every day too. You bathe to make sure you don't smell, make sure you look good, you smell good. Well, you know what? Bathe your mind. Bathe your mind with positive thoughts, positive affirmations, positive influences to help you condition yourself to look for that in order to keep moving. Now, some days you got motivation right when you wake up. Other days, it takes a little bit, an extra kick in the tail. And those are the days that you really want to make sure you listen to something. Wait one minute, two minute little thing, anything to get you moving in the right direction. Now, Zig Ziglar talks all the time, and you've heard me say this many times before. Think of your car as, uh, well, he calls it automobile university. Meaning when you're in your car, get an education. Listen to these podcasts, listen to audio books. Uh, listen to books on CD. And of course, you can listen to the, your, your uh, fictional dramas and things of that nature if that helps. But I'm saying at least some point, especially in the morning there, listen to something that drives and motivates you and inspires you to be your very best. All right. So anyway, with the speech, it, it went really well. I was extremely happy. And what I did was I took um, uh, four of our students, three of my kids, and then one of our head instructors. And we went over there and we talked about what we try and do to help society become a better place. And of course, I can, you know, lip service is lip service. I can tell you anything you want to hear, but actions speak louder than words. So a big part of the action was with our teenagers. And I mentioned my 16-year-old, 13-year-old, 8-year-old, and then uh, one of our instructors is 22. I had them kind of act out, unfortunately, how most 16-year-old teenagers, young kids, and 20-year-olds engage with people and communicate with people in society. And it's just kind of moping around... You know, kind of a lame handshake, not looking anybody in the eye, just going through the motions, playing on their cell phones, just kind of blah. But we've, for some reason, that's what we have allowed to happen in society. And it's become the norm. What's not right? Nobody likes it. And everybody complains about it. Well, what are we doing to fix it? We just kind of allowed it go. Well, so that was kind of what they did. They illustrated, painted a picture of, unfortunately, what a good majority of our teenagers are like today, just kind of walking through life. So the next thing I had them do, I had them, and they had their uniforms underneath, their martial arts uniforms. Uh, they had a jacket over the top. So I had them take the jacket off, almost like they're Superman and Superwoman, revealing themselves. Dun, 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 I've got the power now to be an exceptional person. So then they went through and do just like we train them at the academy to do. They went through 
eye contact, shaking hands. Hello, sir. How are you today? My name is, it's a pleasure to meet you. Moving on around. I've got my eight-year-old doing it. I've got my 13-year-old, my 16-year-old, and then our main instructor, our head instructor, the 22-year-old doing it. But they're making eye contact, and these people are like, what the heck just happened here? Now, that's something we do all the time. But I thought having the little animated skit where they acted out before how, unfortunately, most teenagers do uh, communicate with others and then take off their their, uh, jackets there and reveal who they really are, which is superheroes. And everybody's a superhero. You just have to believe in it. And, uh, of course, the effect on... The, the, the people in the crowd in the Rotary meeting was all business owners and uh, um, uh, educational leadership personnel was in there. We had the superintendent, we had the chief of police, the mayor of Edwardsville was in there. So it was pretty darn good and powerful uh, what they were doing. And then we kind of acted out another scenario where they sat down uh, almost like the kiddos sitting at, on the couch or in the room, whatever, playing on their phone, and mom and dad are trying to talk to them. And, of course, they're engaged in their phone, doing whatever the heck they're doing. We talked about no. If an adult takes time out of their day to try and talk to you, show some respect to them by putting down that phone and listening. And in doing that, you're actually going to respect the most important person in the world, yourself, because you're going to learn something from them. And uh, that kind of goes on to a whole new little tangent I talk about all the time. When you disrespect somebody else by being rude, mean, saying something ugly, or just not giving them the, the time, not giving them attention, just looking away when they're talking to you, the person, you, yeah, you're disrespecting them, but the person you're disrespecting the most is yourself. You're disrespecting yourself because you're painting a picture of your character, and your character is who you are. And your, your character is all about what people are going to remember about you, what people are going to think about you, and your impact. And then, of course, you're like, I don't care what people think. They can think whatever the heck they want. Well, <laughs> yeah, certain people, you want to think that. You, you don't want to let uh, their negative influences come in there. However, if somebody is caring and willing enough to try and help you, try and help your character, help you become the best person, darn it, only a smart, per- I mean, a smart person would listen. Only a dummy would refuse great advice. And that's another thing, kind of message we say to teenagers all the time. How do you become smarter? Become smarter by listening to people who are smarter than you are. And that's, that's just being smart. And you're going to be better by doing that. And then saying only a dummy would refuse listening to wise advice. Now, you know, if I got any teenagers out there listening, I get it. When I was a teenager, I knew everything there was to know in the world because, you know, that's just how it is. However, I'm trying to help you realize I wish somebody would have told me this in kind of a manner and a connection and communicate in a way that I would hopefully understand a little bit. That, uh, listen, it's going to save you so many heartaches and headaches later in life, and you're going to be so much better off by listening. So, teenagers, I get it. You know everything. I know that parents, if you have teenagers, you see what I'm talking about. But try and reach out and connect with your kiddos. And one more little tidbit on the uh, connection with the uh, the, the teenagers there. When we go out to dinner, and fortunately, we're getting to do this a little bit more often, which I'm extremely happy about. You know, I first kind of started the business there. Uh, there were times I didn't even know who my kids were. I never got to see them. And that's just kind of the price you pay a little bit for starting a business and taking that actionable step. But you stay at it. It pays off. And, uh, and it's still a battle because every day is a little bit of a battle. You always got new challenges, but you're working towards something. And there's nothing more inspiring to have goals set that you're working toward and you can almost start to see. So that big, huge mountain. I've been shoveling for years, and I'm about to see over that mountain, which is absolutely incredibly awesome. But it wasn't easy. 
I don't know how many times I broke shovels along the way, you know, just that as a metaphor here, broke shovels and, you know, uh, broken bones and crying and, uh, you know, broke financially many, many times. It seemed like that mountain would get bigger and bigger or uh, anytime I'd accomplish something, <laughs> somebody would put more rock and boulders and dirt on top of that mountain and it would keep getting taller and taller. But you stay at it. You keep going away or built or uh, chunking away, shuffling away. Back to the teenagers. We go out to dinner. They know. Phones do not come out. As a matter of fact, we've conditioned them that they don't even bring their phones into the restaurant. Now, that's absolutely incredible. Now, how that kind of started was, you know, just like anything else, we're supposed to have a family dinner, and what happens? You know, uh, everybody's on a device. Well, this is one heck of a great family dinner. We're all on a device. We're sitting here. You know, the waitress comes up. She's smiling, and we're, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, we apologize for being on the devices. We should apologize to each other for ignoring each other. So no more devices. And how that happened was uh, got my kids, hey, put your darn phones away. And then what the heck am I doing? I'm checking emails. <laughs> and the kids, Dad, why don't you put your phone away? I said, well, I'm doing work. Well, you know what? That's just being a hypocrite. My work is, yeah, it's true work. And yeah, it pays the bills. But in their mind, they're doing work by texting somebody or whatever the heck they're doing on their phone. So it's no different. So they kind of called me out on that, which is something I needed to hear. Well, guess what? Phones, and i I'd be honest, I still carry my phone in case somebody needs to really get a hold of me. But uh, I put that thing on vibrate, and we dinners have been absolutely wonderful. We go out to eat. The kids know not to get the phones out. And they're, they're so conditioned now, they look around the restaurant, and they'll see a family of four. And uh, Austin said this the other day. He goes, oh, Dad, look, look over there. Look at that great conversation that family's having. Of course, he's being sarcastic. It's four people all heads in their phones, not paying one bit of a lick of attention to each other. And I'm like, buddy, I'm so happy you noticed that. I said, but guess what? If we were doing that, you would notice that, and we would be missing this opportunity to connect right now. So there's another little shout-out, a little word of advice out there for parents and family members. You know what? Put those doggone phones away. Spend that time with your kids because just as 2016 is up and gone, guess what? 2017 is going to be up and gone too. So spend that time and cherish that time with your uh, with your kiddos there. So as most, most podcasts, we kind of went off on several different directions there, but I hope the emphasis and the main point that you received here is all about taking actionable steps. If you want to achieve something you've never achieved before, you got to be willing to do something you've never done before. And it all starts off with those little actionable steps. And it all starts off with believing in yourself, starting the day off right. Just like you start the day off with a bathroom or a shower, start the day off a shower in your mind, your brain with positive, motivational, inspirational thoughts, quotes. You can listen to it. You can read it. You can listen to it on the way to work in your car, something, and then take that step further. Smile when you're at work. Say hi to somebody you haven't said hi to before. Like I mentioned, just get somebody a card that says, hey, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Take somebody out to lunch and pay for it with no strings attached. It's not like you're, you're doing this to keep score because now you owe me. That, that eliminates the whole essence of the gift. Now, if you've never done this stuff before, you're probably going to get some strange looks from people. They're probably like, what the heck's wrong with you? Or what do you want now? What are you trying to get out of me? Nothing. Now, you may have to convince them by continuously doing it over and over again. It's not like one and done. And definitely convince them by not saying, hey, you know, last month I took you out to lunch and you haven't taken me out to lunch yet. Don't do that. That kind of ruins the whole thing. And, yeah, you're going to get some people are going to take advantage of you, as I mentioned earlier. That's just how life is. But you know what? That's their loss. They're never going to be able to achieve what you're going to achieve by doing the right thing. And how do you get what you want in life? You guys ought to be able to say this by now. How do you get everything you want in life? is by helping enough other people get what they want, doing for others, okay? You got two hands, 
One for helping yourself achieve greatness and success. The other one for helping others achieve their greatness and success. However, do not let that other hand pull you down, okay? Yes, you can lift others up. Yes, I want you to lift others up. But know the difference. If someone's trying to pull you down, you got to cut the ties. And an example I've given many, many times is if you're drowning and I throw you a life preserver, you push it away. I throw you another one, you push it away. I throw you another one, you push it away. And then I finally go, oh my gosh, I jump in. I jump in the water here. And you're trying to pull me down, pull me under with you. And I say, what the heck do you want here? Don't you want saved? No, I don't want saved. I just want someone to drown with me. Well, you've got to identify that and let those people go, okay? Yes, you want to save everybody, but you can't save everybody. And you've only got a limited amount of energy to help save and inspire and motivate and be nice to the ones that really want it. The others, you know what? Sorry, I hate to say they're lost, but if they are not willing to uh, um, see what you're trying to do for them, you know what? They got to figure it out themselves. So anyway, kind of all over there, but uh, you know my message here, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I want you to truly believe in you. I want you to look in that mirror and look at that beautiful gift that God has given you, that share that gift with the world to inspire and motivate others to believe in themselves, to be their very best, but it all starts with you. And you're going to have that mountain. Yes, it's a mountain. Well, you know what? Your bed's a mess. And going back to the bed analogy, make that bed, small little things. Do that one or two push-ups. That mountain, it's big. Start shoveling away at it. But you got to have a goal. You got to have a purpose in order to move forward. So I want to share with something with you that, that I received this morning. And my gosh, you talk about touching my heart here. Um, and it just goes to show that, yes, I feel like I'm really making a positive impact. I'm really hopefully touching and inspiring some lives out there because I'm giving it everything I've got in order to do that. And it's uh, it's, it's a lady that I, I taught with for a number of years. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say her name here. And hopefully uh, I'll let her know to listen to this podcast. She's listened to them before, and, um, but hopefully she'll continue to listen. Her name's uh, Carol Colefield, and she's a, a teacher in Edwardsville, just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady. And uh, my first few years teaching, and I was me, you know, wound up, inspired, and motivated, and, you know, ADD, ADHD, bouncing off the walls and all the other stuff that makes me who I am. But uh, she was very accepting of that because she could see in my heart that I truly wanted to help people, help kids. And uh, it, was, it was kind of, I mean, a new position and everything else. It was a little on the tough side, but I had the greatest respect for her uh, because, you know, she saw what I was all about and kind of motivated and inspired me to continue just being me. Now, there's been millions of, or not millions, but thousands of people along the way that have helped and hurt along the way. And you're going to have that in your life. But, uh, so I haven't, I haven't seen her in quite some time now. Uh, she retired from teaching, and uh, but she still was subbing from time to time. Well, I got a text message or a Facebook message from her today, and it said, just woke up from a terrible nightmare. Wish you could really swoop in and save the day. And she says, in my nightmare, you saved everyone. And I'm thinking, what the heck? I mean, you talk about a, a right cross of reality there. Now, that made me feel great. And my reply back was, happy Friday. I'm sorry to hear about your nightmare. I'm very flattered uh, that you think that highly of me. Um, that was a huge, huge compliment, and I truly appreciate it. I'm working hard every day to inspire and motivate as many kids and adults as I can so they can live their best life. And I, I try to, you know, I can talk up a storm, but read my own text is a tough thing. I'm not sure if that's saving the world, 
This is what I was saying. I'm not sure if that's saving the world, but I'm hopeful it's helping people live a better life. Thank you so much for the compliment and the kind words. Have a very Merry Christmas. And, oh, be sure to check out my podcast <laughs> to keep up the inspiration. She replied back, Rich, I'm assuming uh, you've heard, which, to be honest, I hadn't heard, and I feel horrible about that. Um, she's in the hospital with stage 4 pancreatic cancer and was needed someone to kick, well, I'm just going to say what she said here, needed someone to kick her ass last night, and guess my brain found you as a defender. Wow. I mean, you talk about goosebumps and uh, holding back tears here to think someone thinks that highly of me that uh, they're you know, needed a kick in the butt there and that I'm possibly their defender. Is there a greater compliment? No. And here's the thing. I am absolutely no different than anybody else out there. No different. I have just chosen to take those action steps and now I have a platform to share my God-given talents with others out there to inspire and motivate. Now, maybe you're not a talker. Maybe, and I've got a bit of a talking problem, so I'm off, the, perspective, off the, the spectrum there. But maybe you're not a talker. Maybe this is not your gift, but you do have a gift. I don't know what that gift is because obviously I don't know who you are, but you do and your gift, and maybe you don't know exactly what it is, but there's always little telltales, you know, people telling you that, man, you are a good artist. You are a good writer. You're a good, you know, uh, you make people feel good, man. You make, uh, when I'm feeling sad, you're the person that makes me feel better. You've got a gift. You know, God's telling you these little signals coming along the way of what your purpose is. Utilize that purpose, but it all starts by looking in the mirror, believing in yourself and doing that. Now, everybody out there in podcast land, are, are you capable of getting a text like I got this morning? Yes, you are. And why is that? Because you're no different than I am. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I grew up in a farm, <laughs> milking cows, shoveling poo, and, uh, you know, being a wild, crazy kid with uh, ADD, ADHD, and always told, Richie, stop talking. Richie, grow up. Richie, do this. Richie, stop doing that. You know, that, that was my digital blueprint, you know. Richie, don't. Richie, don't. Richie, don't. So for a while there, that was beating me down, trying to tell me that, you know, quit being who you were born to be. And, you know, other podcasts, I'll share a little more of my background and history and everything that I've kind of gone through and battled through. But it hasn't been easy. But you know what? Life's not easy. And I tell people all the time, you're going to work hard at anything and everything you do in life. You might as well work hard toward a purpose, a goal, a vision, something that you enjoy. Is that going to be any easier than the work you're doing now? You know what? At first, it's going to be tougher. And why it's going to be tougher is because you're stretching yourself outside your comfort zone. But it's going to be worth it. You know, it, yes, the, um, the devil you know, meaning, you know, the discomfort, the pain, the agony, or whatever you maybe hate your job, is better than the devil you don't, in most people's opinion. I'm here to disagree. Go for it. Yes, the unknown is scary. And I hear people say all the time, but what if I fail? But what if this doesn't happen? But what about this? I've got a good job now, and what if I lose it? You know, uh, I can't take that chance. What if this happens? And I say, you know what? Maybe it does. But think of the other side. Maybe you find your passion. Maybe you find your vision. Maybe you find your purpose. Maybe it all works out great. That's the maybe. You know, he who thinks he can and he who thinks he can't, they're both right. They're both right. So know that you can Take those baby steps. It all starts with that goal planning, that action steps. But I want you to make 2017 your best year ever. And don't wait till the middle of the year to start. Start something now. And the reason most people have given up writing their New Year's resolutions down is because they don't do anything with them. Write them down and take actionable steps to make it happen. 
And then hopefully, think about this for a minute. If I get a message like this from Ms. Carol Coalfield about being her defender and, and inspiring her and motivating her to, you know, and battle through, because that's a nightmare. Oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. But for her to take time to send me a message like that, that, that touched my heart. But here's the point. If I can get a message like this, so can you. And then so can someone else and so can someone else. So say we've got, you know, 10,000 followers on our, our podcast page and uh, they share this podcast with others. Now we got 20,000 and 30,000 it continues to grow. And each person does something inspirational, just a little smile or a thank you or the card I was talking about, or you know, just telling somebody, I believe in you. I respect you. I'm proud of you. I'm grateful you're in my life. Any of those things. Well, that's going to magnify. And you never know. I had no idea that Ms. Cofield had stage four pancreatic cancer. But I did know that I'm doing what I can with these podcasts, my video blogs, my speeches, going around doing what I can to inspire, help our society become a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And once again, that may not be your goal, but you can contribute in some way, shape, or form. And you're impacting people without even knowing it. You're inspiring people without even knowing it. You're touching the lives of people without even knowing it. But if you don't take action, if you don't do anything, then you're not gonna accomplish anything, okay? And you heard me talk about a podcast a few time, uh, a few podcasts ago. The wealthiest, most successful place on earth is a cemetery because too many people have taken their dreams, their gifts, their visions, their talents, their purpose to the grave with them. And the world never got to see those, you know, because somebody told them, hey, you, you can't sing. You're no good. Why are you even trying? So that person believed it and stopped singing. Or somebody that was a musician said, oh, you cannot play the guitar, the drums. You have not a, uh, a, a, a musical chord in your body. A tongue twister there. You can't, you, you can't play. So they, they believed it. Oh, you can't draw. Man, your, your, your drawings are terrible. You know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. This person hates it. This person loves it. But you've got to know and believe in you. But that person listened to somebody, a naysayer, took their gift to the grave with them. So... Don't, don't add to the wealth of the cemetery. Don't add to the success of the cemetery. Use your gift. Use your God-given purpose, your talents, your abilities, and do that because you never know who you're inspiring, who you're touching, who you're motivating, who you're just helping get through the day with a simple smile. Is it hard to smile? You know, some days it is. But if you listen to positive things, you know, another, you know how much I love Zeke Ziegler. Stinking thinking. Or stinking, yeah, stinking thinking leads to stinking output. So stinking input leads to stinking thinking, which leads to stinking output. Kind of messed that up a little bit here. But uh, anything you put in the brain, you know, that that's what you're thinking. So if you're watching all this, you know, and, and you know, if you like your shows on Netflix, I shouldn't be picking on those. That's fine. But if that's the only thing you put in your mind, then there's shows out there. Uh, you know, I don't even know what they are. Uh, I thumb through the channels. I can't believe they got shows on weed and this and that. I mean, that's fine. That's what you want to do. But I'm just saying, if you're putting negative thoughts in your head all the time, then what are you going to think about? What are you going to focus? And what are you going to get out of that? Put something positive in there. The more positive you put in, and it's a trickle effect. I promise, not only are you going to feel better about yourself, but you're going to help others feel better, which is kind of comes back to you. Then you're going to feel better again. So, so we started this thing off talking about, obviously, everything we talk about is always believing in yourself. But in order to achieve something you've never achieved before, you got to be willing to do something you've never done before. All right, I'm going to kind of wrap things up here in a minute with another quote. Uh, let's see. Oops, I lost my place here. So bear with me just a little bit. And that quote is, make the most of yourself, for that is all there is, is you. And that kind of 
right along with everything we're talking about. Make the most out of your day. Make the most out of yourself. Make the most out of your life. You can do it, but you have to believe in you. And don't, and you hear me say this, you know life's going to knock you down. I say that all the time because it's true. There's, you know, not every day is sunshine and rainbows. Life is going to knock you down and life's going to try and beat you down and keep you down if you let it. But you're the one that has to rise up and rise up. Don't wait for somebody else's hand to pick you up. That doesn't mean you can't pick somebody else up. But if you're waiting for somebody else to pick you up, you're probably going to be waiting a long time. Get yourself up. Condition yourself to get up when life knocks you down. Okay. So thank you, as always, so very much for taking time to listen to me on the podcast here. Please share your thoughts, comments, and feedbacks. And by all means, subscribe to our podcast channel and share this podcast with others. You know, that could be your little good start of the, uh, of the day or your progressionary step. You share this podcast with somebody else. They're uplifted. They're motivated. And you know you've done your part to help them live their best possible life. Moving forward. And of course, you can find our podcast on, uh, it's at kickinglifepodcast.com, Lineup Media FM. And we've got a ton of great podcasts uh, on Lineup Media FM. KickingLifePodcast.com, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. And as I mentioned, so please subscribe to our podcast channel. It's KickingLifePodcast.com. We're also found on LineUpMedia.fm. And there's so many great, great podcasts here at LineUpMedia.fm. You know what? After you listen to mine, thumb through and find another one there. I'm sure there's something out there that you really enjoy. Maybe not as much as mine. I'm (laughs) joking, of course. No, maybe not. Hopefully you love mine more than any. But there is something for everybody out there. And once again, that's lineupmedia.fm. You can also find us on uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And... um, you know what? Give us some feedback. Let us know. Let us know if you like what we're doing here. Let us know if there's something else I can do to help motivate and inspire you. Or let me know if you've got a, a business or a place that I could come out to your business and give a little motivational speech or talk about the powers of positive thinking or just what we do at the Martial Arts Academy about in developing future leaders and helping kids believe in themselves with that confidence and that courage to stand up for what is right and protect those in need. All right. So until we talk again, you get out there and truly Do what you do is best. Do what you do best. And I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God bless you and your loved ones. And I can't wait to talk to you real soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of LightUpMedia.fm.